You're watching Profile Pod TV with Double A. And always remember to take it easy. And welcome to Profile Pod TV. I am your host, Double A, back for another spectacular episode of the pod. Man, we've got a great one, another great one in store for you today. As you can see, I got my guest already here, and I'm chomping at the bit to talk to him. Before I get started, though, I just wanted to say, you know, do, keep, do all the housekeeping stuff that I like to do. Don't forget to subscribe on Profile Pod TV on YouTube. Support. If you want to show support, that's the greatest way, or one great way, I shouldn't say the greatest way. Uh, to show support, you know, just click on that little purple logo at the bottom right hand corner of your screen. Click on that subscribe and we're good. We're good to go, man. Leave me a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Clubhouse, all that good stuff, man. I love interacting with the audience. Love doing that, man. That's important to me. So, so yeah, hit me up, man. Shoot me a DM. Tell me what you think of the show. Tell me how ugly you think I am. Oh, hey, whatever, man. Just to... <laughs> But just don't, don't be, be be nice, man. Be nice. But uh, no, anyways, no, seriously, um, I appreciate everyone out there, how you're tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening on the audio platforms, much love to all of you, man. So I, again, man, I can't emphasize enough how much I love the audience, the listeners, the viewers. So um, let's get into our, into the brass tacks here, man. The meat potatoes, as they say. Um, today's guest is a very, very uh, important man in the hip hop industry. He's doing a lot of big things right now. He's the host of the Mike Powers show live. He goes live every Saturday. If you haven't seen his show, you got to check it out, man. I, I, if, regardless if you're a hip hop fan or not, it's an entertaining show. He interacts with the, the comment section. He has uh, everybody on there checking him out. He's playing music. He's, he's uh, promoting up and coming hip hop artists. And he's also playing music from back in the day in the 90s, the 70s. All that good stuff, man. And uh, I'm really glad that he took the time uh, to, to come on today because um, this man, like I said, he's going places and he's, he's I, I look up to him. He, he doesn't know, but I look up to him because he's, he's doing a lot of big things as a broadcaster, as a podcaster with a live show. Uh, and uh, I envy I envy what he does, man. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mike Powers, host of the Mike Powers Show. How you doing, brother? Thank you so much. I'm doing good. Thank you for for that, you know, introduction and you know all those sentiments. That's that's very humbling um, to have you even call me important and to, to that you look up to me in any way. That's a that's a that's a big deal for me. Thank you for saying that. Oh man, no, no, of course, Mike. No, I thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. You got a lot going on, and uh, yeah, it's an honor having you here, man. And, and by the way, during one of your shows, you said someone called you. Some referred to you as a Larry King, the Black Larry King, or the Larry King of hip hop. Clarify that for me, man. What, yeah, um, I want to say the right name. So, uh, Wes Craven, who hosts Barbershop Talk podcast, I'm pretty sure you're familiar. Yes, him and uh, um, King Prince, um, those guys. So, Wes Craven one day called me the Larry King of hip hop, and I think it was because of my style. Uh, and I embraced it because, you know, I'm a, uh, rest in peace, but I was a big time Larry King fan, you know, the way he conducts his interviews. So that was that was a big honor to be called that. 
Yeah. Wes Craven. Shout out to Wes Craven. Yeah, shout out to Wes Craven. Yeah. I'm uh, familiar with his podcast. And yeah, man. I, I uh, Oh, Larry King, man. Are you kidding me? That guy's a legend. Yeah, rest in peace. And yeah. he is, uh, you know, as you and I do interviews, you know, uh, yeah. he's definitely someone who, who's a huge influence and mm-hmm. someone you can learn from and, and take tips from. But, uh, but yeah, man, again, man, I can't thank you enough. I was watching your interview with... Uh, uh, G4 Jag, yeah, and uh, yeah, great interview, man. I love that guy because he, man, he is uh, a serious MC. He don't play yeah. around. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, um, you know, I interviewed G4 Jag on the on the show. Uh, it was it was one of my earlier interviews. It was a big deal for me to get him because um, I heard him, I believe, on Thousand Words album, the the one produced by Thirty Eight Special. Um, and I wanted to know who this guy was with this voice, and I. I, I dubbed him the voice of God in my intro. Nobody had ever called him that before. Um, and then me and G4 Jag become real cool after that. So, yeah, that was a, he is a serious lyricist. His layers to what this guy is doing on the mic. Uh, and hopefully one day people will catch up and really oh, understand yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> no doubt, man. He's definitely thought provoking. He's, he's got a lot of stuff going on, man. And yeah. But I like what you see. I bring him up, Mike, because uh, I like what you said you it, during the interview. You uh, you brought up something that he had said somewhere else about uh, people believing you until you want to get paid. Then it's like who who does this guy think he is, right? Right, right, right. I, yeah. I, you said that, and it got to the, you brought that up, and it, it got me to thinking, like, wow, man, that that is a serious point, man. Because you, you got to know your self worth, man. Right? It's it's yeah. important. It's important, right? And then somebody, yeah, you, you start talking about the. And you were talking about the paperwork and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. People want to act funny, right? When you, you provide them a service, you provide them work, and then you want to be compensated, man. Right. And then people start acting funny. And, but yeah, it, it, you, that was, to me, that was really a light bulb went off, man. And, and that's, yeah, of, that's, that's music, right? And it's real life. You know, some people just like that. You know what I mean? And I, I understand the sentiment he was going for. He said, you know, people believe in you until you want to get paid, you know? All right. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're doing too much. And it's not even like people might be, might not be asking for a whole bunch. It's just like you say, give me what I'm worth. Some people don't know what their worth is. Um, So yeah, the, uh, things like that. I take to heart from certain interviews, you know, 38 special came on and said, um, I took all my money to the plugs house. And so I didn't, he said that in another interview, and I wanted to ask him about it. I didn't know what it meant. Um, and he said, I'm push, putting all my chips on the table. I'm investing in myself. Everything I got, I'm putting it on myself. So he said, I'm taking all the money to the plug house. You know what I mean? Doubling down on yourself. You know what I mean? So I learned yeah. from these interviews. And I like to learn just from conversation, period. But I learned a lot from these interviews. Yeah. Oh, no doubt, Mike. You know, I've, I've been doing this uh, about two years now. And I'm glad you brought that up because I take something from every single interview that I do, man. And, yep. and I like to bring on people who are inspirational, doing things that are extraordinary in life. And, and to, you know, again, they're, they're motivating. They're, but uh, I learned something from each one, man. And it's a beautiful thing. Uh, each interview inspires me. Yeah. If it's not going to, if it can't inspire me, then I, obviously I'm not going to do it, man. So, but yeah, that's yeah, what I want too. If I don't want to, if I, if I feel like we can't have an interesting conversation, I won't bring you on. I don't care who you are. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a, that's a key point, man. Key point, man. But Mike, tell us a little bit about what you do, man. You know, give us a snapshot of what Mike Powers does, and 
to all the good people, man, out there. It's a lot right now. I think I'm doing too much. But if, if we're going to talk about it, then, uh, okay, there's the Mike Powers interview where I interview your favorite lyricist. Um, and we have fun with those interviews. We talk about the person and we talk about the music. Um, and that's where I got the nickname Intro King. People seem to like my intros. Um, I started something new called Mike at Night. It's yeah. a late night talk show. Um, and so that's, I think, on its third or fourth episode. People seem to like that. We do interviews on that one as well, but there's, you know, there's monologues and different things going on. Old school commercials on that people really like. Um, and what else do I... <laughs> give, us the, give us all of it, man. I don't know. I used to do reactions. I'm going to do a couple of reactions for people coming up because people want to see a couple of those. I kind of moved away from that. Oh, and I do the live show on Saturday. The live show is just this way for me to, you know, congregate with like-minded people, people like me, people that just like to listen to music and other people that want to hear me talk. My, can I cuss on here or not? Uh, oh, of course, man. Okay. Free. So people want to hear me talk my shit. Uh, and so I talk some shit on there and we play some jams and it's like, it's, it's the lyrical stuff that you're listening to right now. It's the Benny, it's the Flea Lord, it's the Ito, it's all of these things. It's Rome mm. Streets. It's also the, your old school favorites. It's your West Coast. It's your Chicago. It's your soul music. It's your pop. It's your 80s. It's your Phil Collins. It's your Sade. It's your Prince. It's whatever I can get away with before YouTube decides we're about to shut him down. They warn me often. So, yeah, that's what we do. Those three. Oh, and I got something brand new coming up. A brand new oh. show is coming out next month. Um, or in the month, of, I think in, at the end of April, um, beginning of May, something brand new is going to happen on the Mike Power Show that I think people are really going to like. Are you, you trying to say you're going to drop an exclusive right now, Mike? Go ahead. Uh, I mean, this is like, a, it's sort of, I'm going to bring you this exclusive. Yes, this is the, I think oh. this is the first time I'm really making an announcement oh. like this. A brand new show. Um, I can't really say too much about it just because when y'all see it, you're going to be like, okay, I get it. <laughs> That's is, all I can say. Yeah, okay. Is, is, can you tell us, if, is it going to be on YouTube? By any chance? Absolutely. It's definitely going to be on YouTube. Um, it's going to be a whole different dynamic. It's going to still be Mike Powers. There's going to be some action going on in there. So, Excellent. Excellent, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And man, I, I've... Uh, you know, big shout out to Mark Q. He, um, that's my bro. Yeah, CEO of Legends of the Empire. Yeah, yeah. he and I go way back. You know, and I, he and I kind of, uh, well, I, you know, he connected me, you, us, kind of yeah. indirectly, and I, I uh, he put me on to you, man. And uh, man, I was, I was, I was taken aback right away in a great way. And uh, I love what you do, man. I love what you do. I love that Saturday show. It's it's interactive. It's it's live. It's, it's, it's I saw you last week. Yeah. So what, oh, was your part? what was your favorite part from last week? My show. <laughs> last week? Yeah. What was you? What you like about the live show from Saturday? Oh man, I barely remember yesterday, brother. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm bad on memories too. But I mean, yeah, we played a lot of good jams though. It's hard for me to. Remember. I can't remember. I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. I can't remember no. a damn thing that happened. No, no, no. Seriously, you, 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 uh, when I was checking in during that time, you played, uh, you were playing, was it Crystal something? Oh, you thought the song Crystal Tears? There it is, yeah. yeah. By, um, that was fine. That name is Saint Chris or Chris Saint. There, I gotta keep yes. messing that up. Um, no, yeah. I, I was, the, I was checking in during that time, and man, that's, a, I mean, everything you play is fire on there. You know, I, I like, uh, well, um, almost everything. I think you, you made, <laughs> Um, you said, I, I mean, you, you, 
kind of made a face. Uh, but no, I think uh, I like everything you play on there, man. I, I really do. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, contemporary, 70s, whether it's 90s, whatever, man. And then a lot of these up-and-coming artists are, you know, just putting out some really, really good stuff, man. And we love music. So it's like, if it falls into the category of music, if it sounds good, we probably will give it a spin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I like the post you put uh, on your on your uh, IG page. Is, is if you Because people send you music all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They do. You know, they send you files. They want you want, they want to, of course, they want you to promote yeah. the music, which is great. And, yeah. but it, you, I like what you put, if, if, uh, if I have to work, if you make me work to play it, I'm just going to delete it. You know, you probably don't have time to, you know, mess around. And I don't have so time to listen to people's whole albums. I mean, I uh, tell somebody, I was like, how do I get music to you? I say, send it to this email. And I say, send me one song. And people send me three. Or they send me, like, links. And I got to sign in to stuff. And I'm like, you want me to play this, bro? Just, like, send me the MP3. Have your name and the name of the song on it. And let me get to listen to it. That's the best way to you know, really get me to pay attention to it. I just, there's people who you love. I haven't listened to their album. You know what I mean? Because wow. I don't have the time. There's too much stuff out. Yeah, yeah. So so just a word to the wise, right? Just if, if you want Mike to listen, at least listen to your stuff, you know, send him one one file, right? One, one MP3. One MP3. I could just click it right there in my email and listen. Don't send me somewhere else. I just, let me click and listen. We good to go. That's right, but that's what I like about my, my about you, Mike. Is that you're you're straightforward, man. You're direct. There's, there's no bullshit. There's no no nonsense. It's just you know straight up, man. That, that's great, thank you. Man. Appreciate that. Yeah, and, and I think that has something to do with you grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, right? Yeah, I certainly did. Born and raised. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Born and raised. Yeah, when I first uh, saw you, I thought you were from New York City. Man. People think that a lot. I love New York. I came up on New York hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, I think this is going to be one of your questions coming up. So if I can get in ahead of you, you can go ahead and stop me. But, um, you know, I came up on, you know, Curtis Blow, you know, Run DMC, you know, Cool Modi, LL Cool J. Did I say Run DMC yet? Beastie Boys, you know, Fat Boys, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I've been, I've been around hip hop for Cool G Rap. I've been around hip hop for a very long time. And, um, you know, that's that's just where my heart is, you know. I'm yeah, married yeah. no doubt, man. I'm the same way. I grew up listening to all those guys, man. All those guys. But what what kind of kid were you though, Mike? Growing up in Cleveland, man. Were you athletic? Were you kind of a shy kid? Were you the outgoing kid? Were you? Um, you know, I mean, tell us a little bit about that. So, I mean, I my mother's an educator, so I mean, you know, um, she made sure that I was well read and that I had command of the English language, both written and verbal. Um, and so what kind of kid was I? I played a lot of basketball. You know, I ran around a lot. Um, I got into fights in school. You know what I mean? Some of them I won, some of them I lost. A lot of them I lost early on. So I got to a certain age. I got to be 14 years old. And you know what I mean? The wrong guy did the wrong thing on the wrong day. And I finished that. And that that was kind of a turning point for me. But, you know, I had I had my, my, my little family problems growing up in the home. I guess you would call that maladjusted based based on what the fuck was going on inside the crib. My dad was a little bit out there. Um, and so, you know, that informed how I acted in public. So there's a lot of times if, if somebody, you know, got on my wrong side, I might snap on them. Um, mm -hmm. And so, but, you know, I was a person that cared about people. 
I was the people that cared about animals. You know, my mother taught me to love everybody and that don't discriminate. Um, so, you know, average kid uh, from the hood, you know, mm-hmm. um, sans all the, you know, bullshit trauma that was going on at the time. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't talk too much about that publicly, but you asked me, you know, how what it was like coming up. That's what it was like. Yeah, no, I, I like to, uh, you know, I like to get to know my guests, but I like to take it back a little bit. You know, what influenced yeah. them? What, what kind of childhood did they have, man? And you know, um, because I think that's it's important. I think that's important. Yeah. The formative years, you know, are, are super are, are crucial. Yeah, crucial, right. Absolutely. And uh, so going into high school, man, did you ever get into emceeing? Uh, being that you were a big hip hop fan. Did you ever come did you dabble in any type of music production, anything like that? Acting, any of the arts? Yeah, I mean, so I started writing raps when I was 11. And I was I started battling around that time, 11 or 12. And, you know, I didn't lose too many battles that I could remember. You know, I was, you know, but this is at a time when the, the, the style was probably a little bit more rudimentary. Um, my idols at the time was like Rakim, you know, when I was coming up and... So th- those are the guys I aspired to be like, those those lyrical scientists. And yeah. I started going to the studio when I was about 19. I started producing records from, from my crew. You know, I was the leader of my crew. And I was... What did you know, they call you, man? Uh, what did they call <laughs> What'd you go by, man? I never... You know why I don't never talk about it? Because is you can't find any of it. <laughs> the stuff that I did was basically pre... Social media, you know what I mean? So it's not, and then I had everything digitized, but it got lost in a fire. Um, and so <laughs> I never I never say what my name used to be. Um okay. but one day, you know, and and also another reason why is because um yeah, I mean I use that name sometimes for my password, so I'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, exactly. I don't, it's yeah. all good, Mike. People I know people are gonna be like trying to break into my shit using <laughs> X Y, but you'll never guess it. Never. Oh man, it was, uh, it was it was um it was Grandmaster Mike. No, it wasn't Grand. <laughs> but so you said you you were you started um, producing or or so you mentioned nineteen and nineteen you were. Yeah, but 19, I started producing inside the yeah. studio. Yeah, and I did that for, I don't know, 10 years or something like that. And uh-huh. then I just, I kind of got um, disillusioned with working with artists. You know what I mean? So, you know, a lot of people want to skip the artist development part. I find that still goes on to this day. So that was the main reason that made me kind of back out of this. I'll tell you a story. Go ahead, go ahead. I'll give you, I'll give you something. So I was, I was taking trips to L.A., Okay. And I had this one guy that was with me, and he was a star. What's the time frame here, Mike? Hmm. <laughs> let's just say it was it was uh, let's say a, let's say around two thousand. Okay. Somewhere, somewhere like maybe a little bit before two thousand, maybe something like that. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And um, so I took this guy out to LA with me. I'm not going to say why I took him, but my crew was like, yo, you always go to LA, you don't take nobody. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this guy. This guy's a star. So I took the guy with me, and we go do these meetings. I got a friend that works in the industry, uh, still well-respected in, inside the what you call the old industry. And so I'll go out there with this guy, and he's like, yo, we about to go over to the studio to um, 
We're about to go visit KC. Yeah, KC. So we go, we go to the studio. KC is there. KC from Jodeci. Casey yeah. Haley, Jodeci, Casey. Yeah, so I'm in the same yeah. room with the guy. All right, and my guy is there. My art, my artist is there. That my homie is there. That brought me. Casey mm -hmm. is there. That's it. And so I'm in there, and this is after Jodeci's heyday. And you start, you can start to see just a little bit of the worm turning on Casey. You can just see things was going, starting to go a little bit left. But he wasn't messed up or nothing, right? So. He's got this album that he's playing for my guy, and he's playing these songs, and it's, it's a solo project that he's going to come out with. I don't know if it came out or not, but I hear one of these songs that's like a mid-tempo joint. I told my dude, like, yo, you could probably write something for this, maybe get a placement, right? And so my dude's like, yeah, yeah. So to my guy, like, yo, you think you could talk to KC, get my guy a placement? He said, yeah, like, have him write, because my dude was nice. So we was there for four days. This is the first day we was in LA. We there for four days. This guy writes verses in 15 minutes. Most fire shit you ever heard. Four days go by, the guy can't write a verse. We in LA. Can't write a verse. What? What? I'm in LA. I could go back to the studio with this guy. I could lay down a verse. He can't write the verse. And we get back. We go back on the plane. I was so mad. It was after that I found out that he was strung out on some type of drug. And oh. that was the, that was the end of our. That was right around the time I was like, you know what, I'm I'm tired of fucking with these guys. So, <laughs> I moved on and started Damn. doing other things. Uh -huh. Now, did he have a, a reputation or anything like, or the, it was unbeknownst to you that he was was he? Like I said, did he have a, a reputation for taking drugs or? Nah, the thing about it was was he was Part one of those that? affable dudes. He was always happy and joking and laughing, and you know everybody smoked herbs, so it was like. That's how I would catch him. And I wouldn't be around him all the time, right? So we would be in the studio together. We would kick it every once in a while. But he spent the vast majority of his time, like, somewhere else doing other things. So I didn't really know that until I got back. And then people would tell me. And <clears throat> then, I, then I caught it from with my own two eyes. But, yeah. Uh, so that kind of soured wow. me on fucking around with artists. Now I'm kind of, like, back in the game, you could say. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, Casey, JoJo, I mean... Jodeci, I should say, uh, yeah, man, that's a, uh, so that was kind of, a, I guess, I take it you were disappointed after that? Yeah, I was extremely disappointed in this guy, you know, and at that time, you know, you think every opportunity is like the next thing that's going to catapult you somewhere. So right. you imagine the frustration at that point, like, yo, you really fucked up something big. Who knows where it would have went? But um, it was just one of those signs that the universe gave me, you know, quit fucking mm -hmm. with these guys right now. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see, man. So from that point on, man, did did, did, uh, did you ever go to college or anything like that, Mike? I did go to college for a hot second. I mean, I went to um, I was down, I was down in Virginia for a minute at college. I fucked up, I fucked that up my first year. I Virginia. Was too, yeah, I was in. I, I didn't go to University of Virginia, but I was going to a school in Virginia. I just don't want to say what it is, but I was too free and too young, and I was away from home, and I did whatever the hell I wanted to do, and they made me a deal. Cause they was going, they said, we're going to expel you. And I said, my mom find this shit out. She's going to take my head <laughs> off. Like, yeah. no, you can't do this. And the guy said, if you promise not to come back next year, I won't expel you. <laughs> and oh, I said, deal, Jesus. deal. And oh. I got out of there and that was it. What did you end up doing, man? Did you, no, did you I mean, I did work, a lot of nine to five. It's a lot of, yeah, nine to five, quite a few things. I mean, I did real estate. I sold some houses. I did mortgages before. 
I killed mm-hmm. the game when I did the mortgages. Then the, then the industry crashed in like yeah. 08. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was doing good. I was making some bread. And, um, you know, and I'm known as a writer. So there's other people that I have helped out with the words that come out of their mouth and what their image is and what their branding is. I had roles that involved that. And that had to do with politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like yeah. the talk. I don't hate to talk about this. I, I'm gonna tell you, be honest, because I don't. I hear people you, asking me questions is weird. Like I like asking other people questions. I, you know, it's funny you bring that up, Mike. You know, because uh, like I said, I've been doing this for two years. Being on the other side of the mic, on the other chair, you know, it, it, the dynamic is so different, man. It's so different. It's, it's crazy. Different. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. I feel weird. <laughs> Such a contrast. And you yeah. don't do many interviews, right? Oh, I don't. I don't hard. I don't interview with hardly any. I've done. I think one, or I've done two interviews. And I like the people that I interview with. And that's why I did it. I like you. I like what you do. Um, Barbershop Talk, I went on there, and Ill Street News. But I turn down more interviews than I accept. I don't I don't like being a subject. <laughs> so, no, I don't I do not do a lot of interviews. Yeah. yeah no, which is another reason I, I'm so honored, man, that you decided to come on and on my, on my show here and and give me some time, but uh, but yeah, man. So so you, yeah, you you finished. Uh, you, you know, you worked uh, real estate, man. You, you did a few things, and then when did things kind of start trending toward the you know what you're doing now, and, and where did things started kind of going back into the musical arena for you? Man? There was a guy I knew that wanted to do a show. I'm not gonna say too much about this guy, but um, he wanted to do this radio show, and I was trying to help him out. So I was helping him broker the deal with. Uh, terrestrial radio station and I was going back and forth doing meetings and everything like that and he seemed to he wanted me to do the show with him because he didn't have the experience on air and I did and you know he kind of just played around with it for too long and um, one day my girl said why are you even worried about doing that radio show why don't you just do something on YouTube where you could touch millions instantly. And she had been saying that to me for a while. And I said, yeah, not, you know, I'm, I'm making money. I'm doing my job. I'm not going to do that. Um, then one day she said it again. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And I just started doing it and didn't know what I wanted to do or how I was going to present myself on YouTube. But I turned on the camera and we just got to work. And that's where I'm at right now. So those, those, first, those early episodes, yeah. uh, I, I, was, I was looking back at you, some of your early stuff. And uh, now was that the Mike Power Show? It was titled Mike Power Show already. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and, and so it, and I think as time goes, as time went on, your vision, your you know what you wanted to do, kind of crystallized a little bit for you. Right? Yeah, and, and then yeah. Uh, so what we see today, the Mike Power Show. When did that whole thing really come to fruition? When did it really? take off for you, man. That format and everything. Yeah, the way it is right now, it happened with, um, I don't know, I just started finding myself. I mean, and there's a lot of things about what I do I don't talk about because it's it's just about how I think about stuff. And that's, those are thoughts for me. But um, I will say that yeah. there became a time where I, I, I wanted to interview people. And, you know, at the time, you know, my girl said, yo, I was watching Left Lane Dead On videos, and I said, this guy's incredible. She said, why don't you interview him? 
I'd never interviewed anybody on my show. I hadn't even thought about it. Like, all right. So I reached out to Left Lane Did On. Oh, Chapter okay. 302, Left Lane Did On, Jay Nice. Shout to All Hell YT, you know, Chris Skills. I mean, all those guys. Um, and I reached out to Lefty. He got right back to me. He's like, yo, first thing left, I said, y'all want to interview. I love your music. He said, first thing he said back to me, what you want to talk to me about? I was like, your music, bro. You're just flyer ass music. He was like, yeah, we did the interview. Here's my first interview. I did an intro. The reason why I did the intro the way I did the intro, because the intro has become a thing now. Why did I do that? I did that because I was really upset that people wasn't paying enough attention to Left Lane Did On. I was looking at his views and thought they didn't match up with the talent. And I was angry about it. So I, I'm a guy that goes around and been doing this for a very long time. I'm out in the streets. I will scream on people. I have arguments with people about, you know, why are you not listening to this fucking Nas? Why are you not listening to this guy? Like, why are you listening to this garbage instead of this? And I'm that guy. I'm a proselytizer of this lyrical art form. And so I said to myself then and there, I said, you know what? I'm screaming on people for the past 20 years. I'm about to scream at my audience. Because these motherfuckers ain't clicking his videos enough. That's what happened with the left lane did on intro. That wasn't trying to do shit except for express anger toward the fact that he wasn't getting his views. And then people say, yo, what's up with the intro? And then I just start doing intros. People like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you bring up an interesting point, man. And how many times do we see that where, you know, you have these these hidden gems, these talented individuals, man, and it just doesn't match up with their, their viewership, listenership. The numbers just don't equate. Yeah, start wondering like what the hell's going on. Yeah, and, yeah, that's that's an that's an interesting point. That's why I do hashtag real rap superstars on my IG because to me these guys are real rap superstars. I don't care Roddy Rich and Blueface and whoever else is Cardi B, whoever moving whatever units they move in. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell me that this that those people is more important to hip hop than let's say like a Flea or a Rome or a Planet Asia, or a Lupe Fiasco. You're not, right? So, yeah. I, I'm, I, I, again, I'm married to the art form, and I'm a strong advocate for real lyrics. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, and then you have the whole argument, then, that plays into that, where, you know, you got mainstream, right? Of course. Yeah. You mentioned a few names. And then you have, uh, you know, the, the the guys who are, are down and dirty, man, who are doing the real hip-hop, the, who are upholding the art form for what it, for the, what it truly is, right? It's a lot of frauds um, in this space, too. Let's not get it twisted. There's a lot of people out there who was doing some goofy shit a few years ago, and they're not even lyrical now. What they're doing is they're grabbing beats that sound like what this sound is supposed to be, and they're putting their bars on it. And those guys, I go through their catalog and find out what they're really about to find out if they're really a lyricist. And then once I find out that they're just wave riding, I'll leave them alone forever. Because you got to get out of my way. There's too much music going on. Yeah, no doubt, man. No yeah. doubt. You know, and so you, you've experienced success, man, with the Mike Power Show. Um, what are some challenges you've had to face, Mike? And how did you overcome some of those challenges? Challenges is like, you know, learning how to market yourself, which is something I'm still learning how to do. That's a challenge. Um, figuring out how much of yourself to share with people on camera and off camera. Because um, mm-hmm. people think, like I said, I, and I'll say this a lot, people get tired of hearing it, but the show is not about rap. Like, my show is about me, right? And I happen to mess with the rap and other stuff too, but it's about my journey, how I deal with this music, how I relate to it, how I feel about this music and things that are tangential to 
this culture, you know what I mean? Whether or not you want to call it hip hop culture or more broadly urban culture. Um, you know what I mean? That's what the show is about. So the, the challenge has been, you know, how much of myself to show on camera, how to uh, organize, um, how to be, how to do so many things at one time and not go crazy. Um, and that's it. I mean, my show is really about, about me being authentic. So from that standpoint, I don't have many challenges. I'm just, I'm me on camera for the most part. Yeah, man, that's what I love about it, man. It definitely comes across all that authenticity, you know, the realness that comes across, man. I and people know that. I cry a ton on my show. I mean, don't get no realness. <laughs> that's right, man. I've, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. again, I appreciate Either that, on, over music or other issues, you know, just whatever happens, it happens. And that's part of the show. I don't delete those videos. I just leave them there. Even though when I get off air, sometimes I go, oh, I want to delete that joint right now. But I, I sleep on it and I wake up the next day and I go, you know what? Somebody finds that 20 years from now, they're going to see a re real representation. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. That's all I can tell you. I know that feeling, man. I know that feeling, man. But yeah. are you are you content with the way things are have gone for you up to this point, man? Any regrets? No, no I'm not content at all. Not even close. So for me, people say, yo, your show is great or it's the best. Da, 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 da. And it's just like, I don't I don't listen to none of that. I don't believe it. I don't hear it. I don't receive it. I feel like, you know, I'm a guy that likes negative reinforcement. That's how my dad raised me. Like, no, that's garbage. And so until that's the thing that really gets me going. People say you're garbage. Then that's when I start working harder. So I get I get in a zone where too many people telling me my shit is good. I kind of I, I start to tune it out. Yeah, yeah, no, no complacency, right? Yeah, because you get comfortable. Yeah, you get comfortable and think you're doing everything right. And I'm constantly asking people, "Yo, what's what's wrong with my show?" I ask people, people I trust, people I don't know. I say, "What's you like the show? What didn't you like about it? What didn't work for you?" And you know, they don't really have good answers for me, but you know, I'm gonna keep asking that question because I want to be criticized. Damn, I need to start doing that, man. Shit. Yeah, man. But are you but are you um happy with the way with the journey so far? I and I know I know you want to take it to you know, you you want to do better. You want to take it to new heights. You want to do but with the way things have gone so far, you know, with your journey so far, you know, how how do you feel about it? I'm happy with what I've done so far. You know, I think I I think I did a little something. Um People like it. The whole thing is the most important thing is not it is it is never gonna be about how I feel about it. The only thing that's important is how the audience feels about what I do. True. You know what I mean, it's only it only matters what they think. Um, and beyond that, my son told me two weeks ago, he was two or three weeks ago, he was super proud of what I'm doing. Don't make me start crying on your show. But that's my homie. My son, I got one son, he's in his 20s. He told me, yo, you're killing the game and I love what you're doing and I'm proud of you. So, wow. What else do I need after that? I, I, need, I hope my son watching this. Renee, I hope you're watching this. You hear that? My, my son's <laughs> 19. Yeah, brother. He's 19 years old, my son. And uh, Yeah. I know he's got to be proud of you. Look at you. You're doing great things with this show, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Bro. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. But to hear it come out of his... Yeah, it must have been. What a, what a moment, man. Oh, I mean, I cried like a baby. He he said that to me in a text when I was on the road. You know what I mean? And my son works with me on my show. He's he lives somewhere 
in a different place than what I do, but mm-hmm. he started to get involved and help me out on logistical issues behind the scenes. And it's a dream come true to be able to work with my son. Wow. Yeah. That's great, man. That's great. That's great. And then he's, uh, I'm sure he's learning a ton and gosh, what a, that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Bro. And he's, and I have a great kid. He's just a real, he's a nice guy. He's incredibly smart, caring individual, loves the music. You know, my, my guy has, um, the words 93 to infinity tattooed across his shoulder blade, you what? know, um, cause that was, that's probably still his favorite song. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. he was born in 93. Oh, born. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's 93 to infinity on his back. He went to the show. He's met, met those guys. They brought him on stage, showed off the tat. So my son comes by, honestly, I start listening, my, letting my son listen to, you know, hip hop from the beginning, but we get into the hardcore maybe like 10 or 11 years old, we was doing Mob Deep, Tupac, all that stuff. And I would just tell him, like, listen, this is music. It's not for you to emulate, you know what I mean? But I want you to understand what's going on lyrically, how they talk about the hood, the street. These are the different techniques, cadences, things like that. And um, so, you know, you have to raise your kids like that if you want them to listen to good music, man. You have to do that. You know, it's funny you say that because, well, first of all, man, you gave your son an awesome education and that in and of itself yeah. Teaching them the right way to, you know, the right way, man. Listening to music like like that, uh, those those artists, those lyricists, and the way you framed it, you know. I, yeah, I don't want you to go out and, you know, shoot someone, obviously, you know, but right. this is what I, I want you to understand this about the music, et cetera, et cetera. Dude, we listened to the whole infamous album together, plenty of time. That's a, that's, that's a heavy album. You know what I mean, but there was no way in hell I was going to let him get to 12 or 13 years old without hearing the infamous. He was at a, at an age of understanding. He could understand it. You got to hear this, bro. So, you know what I mean? This is like injected into him at a very, and my dad did it for me. The first sounds I ever heard was my dad playing Isley Brothers and Barry White and Marvin mm. Gaye and Earth, Wind and Fire. So, I mean, oh. that's what I, that's why I came into the world. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, oh man, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, beautiful thing. I think I did okay with my son too, man. I I, t- I put him up on game early on. Yeah, and uh, he's pretty well versed in, uh, in. I mean, he's telling me. I mean, I've, I had never heard of uh, uh, Joey Badass. Uh, you know, guys like this, Seafood Sam. Yeah. You know, you know he. I mean, he's listening to some some stuff obscure hip hop. I got, my son turned me on the odd future. Like I want to say 10 years ago or more or something like that. Came to me was like, yo, check this out. And I was like, I couldn't get it at first because Tyler was saying so much wild stuff. I was like, yo, I think I seen this before already. I think his name was Eminem with all this shocking ass stuff that's being said. And he was like, nah, 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 this is whole crude. And I was like, all right. He's like, yo, check out Earl Sweatshirt. He let me hear Earl Sweatshirt. And he was letting me hear this stuff, and he says, yo, this dude wrote all this when he was 15. His mom sent him away to a boarding school. And I said, what? The kid's 15, he wrote this shit? My son said, yeah. I said, okay, this is a serious crew. So, yeah, my son's turned me on to, I didn't know about, you know, Paramore's not hip-hop, but he turned me on to Paramore. Yeah. My son, my son continues to turn me on to music to this That's very great. day. Yeah, that he was taught right, man. That's what, yeah, right? that's what we do, and especially in hip-hop. Each one teach one. You turn me on to something, I turn you on to something. That's how it is. Yeah, yeah, you know Tyler the Creator, little brother. I mean, all the all these guys, man, and uh, yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah, that's a great story, man. I didn't, I didn't know your your son. And who's uh? By the way, speaking of family and sons and yeah. nephew, nephew, talk a little yeah. bit about nephew, man. He, nephew, he was, man, that's a guy that is um, 
that's not my real nephew, but that's <laughs> you know somebody that's I, I I got him under the wing a little bit. So he okay. he's he's a young guy. My my demographics tend to skew a little bit older. And he's a young guy that like really likes the lyrical stuff. And he found my channel and, um, you know, he would, I would have him call in every once in a while. He was, he's, he's just funny. People like him. Um, and me and him talk behind the scenes a lot. It's like, you know, he's almost like another one of my sons. Now I'm not going to be paying nobody's college tuition or co-signing for a car, but, but that's the homie right there. <laughs> nephew is the homie. Shout the nephew. Uh, you know what I mean, and he's he's in the Midwest, and uh, <laughs> he might even start doing some rapping pretty soon. You know what I mean? You never know. Yeah, yeah. I, I seen nephew. Uh, I caught on to that early on when I was listening and watching your shows. And uh, I love that was, kid. Yeah. That's great, man. Hey, mentorship is a powerful thing, man. Yeah, and I just met him through this. I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? It's the universe. Oh, yeah. No doubt, man. Yeah. No doubt, man. Yeah. So, yeah, big shout out to Nephew. Big shout out. What's your son's name, by the way? Your first Slick name? Deuces. Slick Deuces? Slick Deuces. That's my son. Yes. I think I've seen him in the comment section. Yeah, he's, he hangs out in the chat and comes chopping up with the people. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Love Slick when I see him there. He brings a smile on my face. Sometimes, most of the time, he's not in my life. He doesn't. Most of the shows that I do, like when I was when I was first starting out, I would be like, "Yo, you seen my interview?" Like, nah, I didn't get to see it. You think he's like, you think I'm gonna sit around and watch my dad? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I, I said, yeah, that, I, I guess you're right, bro. Touche. I mean, but um, yeah. the live, I think he loves the energy of it. You know what I mean? And being around the people and like-minded individuals. It's, you've been at the in the live thing Saturday. It's a family affair, bro. Oh man, it's great. It's yeah. great, man. I, lo I love, yeah. I love tuning in every Saturday. You know, we get it at 10 a.m. over here, right? I know. You, I mean, so y'all could nice. y'all could turn it up, clean the house up on Saturday, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Then I got my R and B segment. If your woman is there, we get the two-step going. Let's do that. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I've I've run many errands to the Mike Power Show. I've I've, you know, cleaned the house. I've done washed my car. I've, you name it, man. You that's the it, man. that's my paycheck though. That right there, yeah. when people tell me that my show has some kind of effect on their day or that they're moving through their day listening to what I'm doing, that's my paycheck. You know, I love that. Isn't that, yeah, that's a great feeling, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. As a podcaster, yeah, man, that, that that's humbling for me as well. People tell me, hey, man, I, I listened to your show. I, did, I was doing this and I really like this or any compliment. Yeah, man, that, that's a beautiful thing, man. It, yeah. It, it goes and I'm interviewing porn stars now. <laughs> I think that's on your list, right? Yeah. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that, bro. That's, that's a good segue right there. Yeah. I do this. <laughs> hey, no. Uh, yeah, I was watching that Cotton Candy interview, man. And I, I even told you, I, hit, I I think I sent you a DM or something. I was like, hey, man, that was a great interview, man. Seriously. Thank that, you. That was, Thank you. Oh, man. Oh, I got geez, more segments was... of that coming out. I'd like two or three more segments, I think, from her will be coming yeah. out. I saw that, man. It's, so how, how do you go... Um, well, no, let, that, yeah, again, man. Let's stay on. Let's stay on cotton candy for a little bit, man. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was a I was a really uh, insightful, insightful, informative, entertaining interview, man. She was very forth, forth, uh, forthright. Yeah. And yeah. She didn't hold back, man. She's, she she's, kept it a buck. Yes. Yes. That was a. It's a great conversation. Yeah, it was a good conversation. Listen, I, I think I said on an interview, you know, guys, we. We get in, we watch, we watch porn, right? So, um, and I've been, I've been. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> everybody except 
But nah, um, you know, since we was like little, you know, little Playboy magazines, porn, yeah. all this other kind of stuff. And so for me to be able to talk to somebody who makes their living entertaining people in that way, somebody as intelligent as her, um, business savvy as her, confident as her, and open. That was a blessing because I got to ask a lot of questions that I think a lot of people wanted to know. And she was more than willing to answer it. And we had fun with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like that. Oh, it'll be yeah. more, it'll be more, more interesting interviews like that coming up on the show. Yeah. I mean, she was talking about the, you know, the, the services that she provides with, with, with the guy who's in the diaper. And she she she, I mean, just yeah. My son found out who that guy was. He did some research. I'm not going to say what the guy's name is, but my (laughs) son did some research and found out exactly who that dude is. Uh, If you guys haven't seen that interview, go catch that on the Mike Power Show on his YouTube channel, man. His interview with Cotton Candy, adult film star. And I like how you were trying to kind of uh, narrow down the the politicians she was was providing services for. Yeah. You're like, okay, he's definitely Republican. He's from the South. He's the... And, uh, Over sixty-five <laughs> white guy, absolutely. Um, but, and and, co- and when my, uh, father, my son uncovered who it was, that dude checked all those boxes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He checked every one of those boxes, so I was dead on. But um, yeah, oh, and I would shit. advise your audience go check out some of her work. You know, it's not suitable for work, so do it in private. But go check out Cotton Candy. It's uh, K A N D I. Yeah, I mean, go check her out. Check out her work and then go watch the interview. It's going to add much needed context. Okay, there you go. You heard it from the man himself. Yeah, I did some research on her before I interviewed her, too. Yeah, research. Yeah, purely professional. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Got you, bro. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so speaking of of your guests, Mike, how do you go about? Booking your guests, man, for your for your interviews for your show. I wake up whatever whoever I want to talk to on that particular day. What I would do is I just reach out to people, you know, and some people say yes, some people say no. I mean, um, and then there's people that ask me to do interviews. They want to come on my show and do interviews. And unfortunately, a lot of those people get turned down. Some of them are names that people might even know. But I feel like if I can't, if I don't feel like I can have an interesting conversation, I don't want you on my show. Yeah. So it doesn't matter the records that you move, how many people know you, it's just about my ability to create something entertaining for the viewership. Wow, man. That's, that's interesting, man. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, shit, this guy's, he's got 100,000 followers and he's big time and he's big name. Hell yeah, get on my show right away. Yeah. But, it's, but it's sometimes, well, you, you keep it real. You, if it's not a good fit, it's not a good fit. I mean, it's a lot of people, I'm not, a lot, I, it's, it may be less rappers. I mean, just depending on, when I when I run out of interest in certain, like I just feel like I may be getting to the point where it's a handful of people I still want to talk to that rap, um, at least on this lyrical level. Um, and that could change over the next few weeks. That's just where I'm at right now. So I'm I'm starting to branch out and talk to people that's not just underground lyricists. Okay, yeah. And, and but in the Cotton Candy interview was, uh, by the way, on Mike at Night. Yes, it was. And right. then the next thing, it'll just be, it'll come out, but it won't be Mike at night. It'll just be other segments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah but it man. won't be, and there'll be more Mike at nights coming up. She, it just won't be with her on it. And Mike at night, uh, is it Thursday nights? Listen, that thing comes out, I don't know when I, I drop them when I get them. So, um, you know, it could drop any day during the week, but usually between Monday through Friday, one episode will drop. Yeah. 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 
Because okay. people say, yo, it's a late night talk show. Why don't you drop it at night? It's like the idea is a late night talk show, but YouTube, you got to kind of release videos at a certain time to capitalize on people that are online and searching. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like Instagram, right? You, you don't want to just rap. I mean, there's certain times that are, are yeah. primed for, yeah. for posting a video, posting a picture, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I get, I get you, Mike. I get you. So speaking of interviews, man, we already kind of talked about Larry King, man. Who are some of your, some, who are some of the interviewers that you kind of uh, look up to that, that you, that influence you, man, as, a, as well, an I mean, interviewer? Larry King. Um, Phil Donahue. Oh, wow. What you um, know about some Phil Donahue? Donahue? Oh, he was my favorite. He was my wow. favorite after school every day. I just had to see what he was talking about. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I didn't care who he was talking to. It didn't have to be controversial and people fighting. It just had to be Phil asking the question that he wanted to know the answers to. And I was amazed about how he got there. You know what I mean? And his research and his knowledge. And so he was, Phil Donahue was like my number one. Then, of course, there's, you know, Larry King. There's a guy from, um, there's the Lipton guy from Inside the Actor Studio is a, is a big influence. You know, Donnie yeah. Simpson from BET is an influence mm. from back in the day. Arsenio Hall is a huge influence on me. Dave Letterman is an influence. So, yeah, all those guys. Oh, those are some great names, man. You know, and Don yeah. Lemon now, you know. Oh, uh, Don Lemon? Yeah, Don Lemon. Okay. Yep, CNN. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, uh, uh, but yeah, no, those are incredible names. Incredible interviewers, man. Uh, I study people. I really do study them. Yeah. You got to do it, man. I, I know I find myself, like last night I was looking at, uh, remember Dick Cavett? Oh, Dick, Dick Cavett. Cavett. Bro, man. this show. What was you, you was watching on YouTube? I was, yeah, looking at old YouTube videos. Uh, you, 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 you was watching one with him and Muhammad Ali? No, actually the one with David Bowie, believe it or not. I didn't see that one. How dope was that? Was it good? It was good, man. Yeah, I mean, that guy... Uh, David Bowie, you look at the comments, people were saying, you know, he was coked out and, and all this and that. David Bowie was, but uh, no, he, that Dev, they, they kept, it was a, was a, somebody, a constant I'm, professional, man. He was, he was unbelievable. I know. I, I can't believe somebody calling me during this, and it's from my hometown. Uh, can I help you? See? Garbage. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me do this. All right. <laughs> I think I just threw that see, in the couch cushion. I might have lost that phone. Sorry. Oh, see, there's no bullshit with you, Mike. It's all straightforward. <laughs> I'm, man. I apologize. I'm no, not sorry. used. To, you really I'm not used to this. But yeah, David Bowie. So yeah. was he dressed up, or was he just David Bowie he, on? The... No, he was. He, I mean, he was a typical David Bowie form. You know, he had like his uh, very unique. His hair was orange, and he was parted a certain way, and. He had this like suit, this funky suit with like like red uh, jacket on with a blue. He was on the Ziggy Stardust tie. shit. He was doing his Ziggy Stardust shit, yeah, for sure. Okay, man. all right. Salute David Bowie, rest in peace, man. Oh yeah, man. legend, definitely, man. But you can go back and look at all those. Yeah, I like going back and looking at um, like those old roasts from Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Those all those roasts. I watched like those when the commercials come on. They just, I watch all of that, bro. Trust me. I like that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, bro. I mean, I learned so much from those guys, man. Just just entertainers, straight up, man. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. You know, the best, the best, you know. And um, which was I wanted to kind of ask you too, as far as entertainers, man, are concerned, who are some guys that, that influenced you, man? 
Just overall entertainers, our singers, uh, actors, singers, you know, Denzel Washington, mm-hmm. um, Stevie, awesome. Stevie Wonder, um, Michael Jackson, James Baldwin, the author. Um, Unreal man, I'm forgetting the author with the with the hair that looks like I don't know why it's not coming to me, um, but yeah, like all kind of yeah, Stephen King. anybody. That, Prince, who? With the hair, you said. With he's an author, Jesus Christ. the the greatest American author. Like they always, that's what they call him, the greatest American author. Um, oh, some, somebody, one of your one of your uh, followers will know who I'm talking about. Um, his name his name used to be Samuel Clemens. Oh, Mark Twain. Mark, Mark Twain. Twain. Love Mark Twain. I mean, he's he's literary, not so much of an entertainer, but yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'm a big Twain fan, you know what I mean? Um, like I say, That's Prince, crazy. Michael Jackson, you know, um, yeah. Jackie Wilson, Quincy Jones, Jay Z, Nas, AZ, you know, oh, Yola. 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 She's hmm. a black woman from England, and she is known as the queen of country soul. Bro, she's out right now. Like she's okay. Yola is a is high on my list right now. I gotta check her out, man. Yes. She's a contemporary artist. Absolutely. Like she just started dropping stuff a few years ago. Like she just caught fire like a couple years ago. Yola, Y-O-L-A. You could follow her. I am Yola on IG. And then go look up her version of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Okay. Oh, and she oh, yeah, does it yeah. live on Kimmel. Watch that one, and then watch her NPR Tiny Desk concert. It will blow your mind. It's 15 minutes, and you won't be the same after. Look at that, man. Putting me up on game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Appreciate it, man. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 that G4 Jag interview, you were uh, talking about, you know, you guys were, you know, asked, I think you asked him, who would you, I mean, who you got, who would you got, who do you have to listen to, man? And, of course, Mike Jackson was at the top of that list. You know, Prince, uh, just, you know. The legends. Yeah, I mean. Of course, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah man, uh, and nobody will ever be better than Michael Jackson. Let me just say that and be done with it. <laughs> he is a class on his own, man. Yeah, Michael absolutely. Jackson. Transcends music. But just what he did to music, he just made it his own. Like, he, he was so incredibly talented. And this is the guy who was famous from the time he was five years old until the day he died. Yeah. Like 45 exactly. years, this guy was famous. You know what I mean? World famous. Not just famous in Gary, Indiana, famous in like about across the globe. Oh. World famous since the age of five. Hey, you know one thing about Michael Jackson, man, that I, I have to take, you know, and hopefully emulate something in a fraction of a way because it was his work ethic, man. The guy, his work ethic was, I, I don't know if you've seen that, the Q, uh, Q Jones, Quincy Jones's documentary that recently came out maybe a couple of years ago. His daughter did it. The one on Netflix? She, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I did. And he 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 mentioned about Michael Jackson that uh, when they were working on Oz, and that, that Michael Jackson was their first one there. He knew everything. He knew his lines. He he just had everything down pat, man. His dance steps, it, it, everything was just boom. He was he was so impressed by Michael Jackson's work ethic that he wanted. That's what kind of inspired him to work. Um, I think it was either off the wall, off the wall with the first Quincy Jones project. Yeah, 
and then Thriller. Thriller, yeah. Was the second one. And you're talking about masterpieces, both of them. So I own Thriller. Like Thriller was the first or second cassette I ever bought. And then Run DMC's first album was either the first or second one. I so I had both of those. I had Thriller and I had Run DMC's first album. And I just I that's when you when you would break tapes yeah. and then you would have to tape them back together. <laughs> You put the little scotch tape on the tape and, and do the surgery, put it back together and put it back in the case and pop it in. And, you know, you yeah. still listen to music. So, yeah, I'm dating myself. Hey, man, I'm, dude, I, I was, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, brother. So, yeah, right okay. There with you. So, you're you know, younger uh, than me. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I got you, brother. I think okay. I got you. Okay. But, but I was born in 76, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you got me. <laughs> Right. Okay. Hey, but but uh, you know, back you know, yeah, I remember having Thriller on vinyl, brother, back in the day, like first came out. Did you have enough guts to try to scratch on it? Did you have a turntable, like a belt drive turntable? You was trying to fuck up. Yeah, something like that, man. I I had the, you know, I just had the the the, the, yeah, the turntable. We had the one of those big consoles. My parents had a yeah, the the big four model joint. You lift up the thing and. Yeah, yeah. The, with the with the with the with the five to what is it called the eight track? Yeah, didn't your mom well? tell you don't fuck around and do that on the? Because my dude's mom down the street, she had one, and she had a uh, SOS band and a Hall and Oates, and we used to go get her records when she was at work, and we would cut them. And he would say, "Be careful, because you can't put a scratch on this record." It's like we're thirteen, like yeah. of course we fucked her records up. Oh man! But he got yeah. the whoopings for that. I didn't. <laughs> I was long gone by the time she got home from work. Yeah, right. Yeah, brother. No, man. But uh, so, so let me ask you this, Mike. I'm really curious, man. I'm gonna put you on the spot more, even more. Okay. And uh, so, and by the way, I've been in a wing eating contest myself. I know you, you guys were talking about that with a G4 Jagan. I feel like I could be anybody in a wing eating contest. Let me tell you, man, I did it one time, Mike, and that's the only time I'm ever going to do it. I, I ate 34 wings. Uh, I don't I think it was in an hour. <laughs> you ate 34 never, wings in an hour? Never, was it, yeah. Were they hot? Uh, I think they were like the lemon pepper, you know. Uh, You're not ready for barbecue. me. Barbecue. I do 34 wings in like 12 minutes. Oh, bro. I don't know how you did I, 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 I was sick for like a week, bro. I was like, fuck that. Never again. I'm a fat boy. I eat shit. <laughs> Hey, me too, man. Me Bro. too. Jeez, you eat like 34 in 12 minutes? Jesus Christ. I didn't, I've never done it, but I can. I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say I never did it before because one thing that people give me for my birthday is, um, y'all got BW3? Which one? BW3. Oh, Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got okay, it out here. So we got that out here. That's my, those yep. are basically my, I like Wingstop too, but Buffalo Wild Wings, I love them. We got both and of those, yeah. I always give, I get 50 for my birthday. Hot. When was your birthday? I, finished, I can finish those in like 15 minutes. Damn. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm messing with you, bro. And that's fries, too. Fuck with the fries, too. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, man, I, 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 I caught wind of that, you know, that conversation that you guys were talking about, the wing eating contest. And, yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. I was like, no, I got to tell Mike, I, I, you know, I've done my, my share one time. That's it, bro. You, you, you learned your lesson. All right. Yeah. I respect yeah, it. Man. I respect yeah. it. If I do it, if I do any eating contest, it's gonna have to be on camera because I don't I don't just do that for recreation. I'm gonna have to do it for the people. <laughs> exactly, man. Go over that. Yeah. 
exactly. The same here, man. So I wanted to ask you, okay, mm -hmm. who you, so preferences here, yep. De La Soul or Tribe? That's a tough one, but I'm going to go with De La. Okay. Why is that? Um, I really grew attached to Three Feet High and Rising when I was coming up. This It was like my favorite album for a very long time. I liked the aesthetic that they brought and they was unafraid to do that. Yeah. 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 The, uh, everybody's calling them the, day, the Daisy. The Daisy Age. Yeah. Daisy Age. Yeah, yeah. man. That's a good one. Yeah. That's, when someone asked me that, oh, that's tough, man. But it, it is so tough. It's almost unfair. Almost. It's unfair. Yeah. Exactly. Jay-Z or Kanye? Lyrically, um, Jay-Z all day. Reasonable doubt just changed me. Um, but you know, that's another tough one because Kanye is talented on a whole different level. Yeah. Um, but Jay, just for what Jay-Z did, Jay-Z brought the conversational flow to the music. You know, he was talking to you, you know what I mean? And not necessarily bopping on everything. He's just having a conversation with you. And that, that slowed down conversational flow, it really appealed to me. I think he mastered how you do that, you know? And I think when you look at Fred DeGasse on Rest in Peace, the way he talked on music, I think that's mm -hmm. a Jay-Z baby. You know what I mean? I think there's similarities in the way that they just talk to you. Yeah, man. man you hit it on the head, brother. Yeah. Jay-Z has a way of just uh, connecting, yeah, like on a, on a different level. Like, yeah, he wasn't just, you know, bopping, like you said. He was, when he yeah, said he was her motherfucker saying they may hove, make hove say, okay, so make another hove. That's a conversation. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But he's saying so, that's why I was like, yo, the style was so fly. So it's got to be Jay-Z for me. For sure, man. I got, yeah. Oh, here's another one. Okay. Yeah. Couple, couple more. Nas or Guru? Nas. All day. Nas still number one on my list. I got Planet Asia at 1A. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Nas all time. Good. All time. Yeah. Let me get you a little West Coast flavor here for you. Mm -hmm. And then we'll finish off with the big one. DJ Quick or Ice Cube? Quick. And I love Cube on a musical level. Some of the stuff he did last year kind of troubles me, but um, <laughs> politically. But okay. quick, the production, you know, he got with El DeBarge and yo, like, <laughs> the, what, he did on, what he did on, a song, on the album Rhythmalism, incredible, incredible. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big DJ Quick fan. For He's sure. underrated. Oh, man. I love DJ Quick. Love him. Love him, man. This is yeah, day one. Underrated. Here's the big one. Tupac yeah. or Biggie? I never choose. <laughs> I never choose. Was... Um, I'm from the East, so Biggie is my natural inclination. I don't think Biggie ever dropped a dud verse. He doesn't have any verses that I've heard that are duds. Um, Pac, you just, you just feel him in the heart. If I had to. Yeah, man. I, I, I might say Puck Pac because he, he touches my heart, but I never choose. I never, because people have you know who asks me that all the time? Nephew. Oh, all the time. Cool. He'll, and I'll just tell him, nephew, I'm not, I'm not doing it, nephew. You know what nephew likes to do? He'll be like, yo, this guy versus this guy, and I'll pick a guy, and then nephew will go off in my DMs. Yo, unk, you crazy, you wild, and what? And we'll be like three hours. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, I'm done with you, bro. I'm not having this conversation no more. And he might pop up and say, 
DMX or Melly Mel, like random shit. He just like to pit people against each other. So yeah, Tupac yeah. and Biggie, I say, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that, yeah man. that one's uh, that's just a wash, I guess. You know, yeah, so, yeah, kind of, yeah, for me. Right? No, I get it, man. I get yeah. it. You know, um, and favorite Wu Tang member, Ray Kwan, the Chef, mm. without yeah, question. You said that right away, man. No hesitation. Yeah, he's always been my favorite. I just, I like the way he get busy on top of beats. His slick talk is crazy. The voice, you know, they used to call it swag. I don't know if we're allowed to call it that anymore. But, yeah, I'm a I'm a big Chef fan. Yeah, man. That, that only built for Cuban Links alone. Man, only, and only built for Cuban Links 2 was good. That's fuck. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, don't tell me the uh, one. He, the one he came out with right after, um, gosh. What was tell me the, what was the title of that his second album the follow up to only built for Cuban leaks uh, it wasn't uh, oh gosh I forgot I'm the name of it I look up my, I threw my phone over there <laughs> so I can't look it up and then I, I smoke weed so I forget everything <laughs> you know you know what I'm gonna do right now Mike I'm gonna look it up real quick man because that's what's me. up what's up I said that's what's up let's do that look that up. Yeah, let me look it up because I know we're coming up on time real quick. And that was the Bill from Cuban Links and Immobilarity. Oh, yes. 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 1999. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then I remember when um, Protect Your Neck first came out. Life changing. Oh. Life changing. So, yeah. yeah. Long I mean, live that, the that album. What's that, brother? Long live the woo. Well, you know what's interesting? You bring up 1993, man. That was a pivotal year in my life, too, because I was like the beginning of my senior year of high school. And then, you know, I graduated in 94 and just so much happened that year, man. I mean, the, the enter uh, 36 Chambers dropped that year, man. I mean, she, that alone, I mean, just all kinds of stuff, man. Daylight was in full Those guys in the mall. I met Meth and, I met Rep, Meth and Ray at the mall. Is that right? We're in, in Cleveland? Yeah, very, very brief. The place called Randall Park Mall. Um... I was walking through the mall. You know, you go past the music store, right? And if you're a music head, you always had to go into the music store when you was in the yeah. mall. Um, unless you was a guy that was in the mall like four times a week, then you was there already. So maybe you went past and you were going to get some shoes this time. But you still looked in the store when you was walking by. That's how we are, right? When yep. you see the posters, something new then came out. And I saw meth and right. And you can't mistake meth and man. Right, <laughs> and I'm walking through the mall, and they're inside the store looking at the wall at the music. And I'm walking by, and I look in, and I see him, and I go, "Yo, that's Method Man for sure." You know what I mean, and then I see Ray, but you know, I had listened to the music, I had listened to the album. You know, they, I, you know, they was talking about Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, right? Mm -hmm, and yeah. so I didn't run up on those guys. I kind of <laughs> stayed in the hallway. I went up to the door, and I seen them, and I was like, "Meth," and. Ray, and they looked over. I was like, yo, what's up? I love your music. And they were like, yo, good looking. That was the whole conversation. Oh, shit. They kept it real. I mean, listen. Cool. It's a moment for me. Hey, that's that's great, man. Shit. Yeah, and you met the man couldn't pick me out of a lineup today, but... <laughs> no. Oh, I hear you, bro. One day, we'll, one day we'll reunite. We'll talk. I'm sure of it. No doubt, man. No doubt. Cool story, man. man. Hey, uh, before, before we, we wrap things up, Mike, I'd like to ask... Every one of my guests, this question. Yeah. Who would you who would you like to sit down with? It could be anyone. You know, it could be celebrity, personal friend, family member. Who would you like to sit down with 
and have dinner with him. They, dead or alive, anybody? Yep. Okay, James Baldwin. James Baldwin, the uh, author, the right? Author. Um, and um, Stephanie Mills. <laughs> Stephanie okay. Mills, yeah, uh, I would love to. Um, West Side Gun, I came to Buffalo to see you at the store opening. I know you was busy. I didn't get a chance to holler at you. West Side Gun is still on my list. I would love to do that. Yes. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's a great list. And you you just you went to Buffalo recently, right? Maybe a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, if you I want to say three, three or four weeks ago, I was in Buffalo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh that video is coming out, by the way, like soon, in the next week or so. My trials and tribulations in Buffalo. It's getting edited. It's coming out. You'll see all of that. Oh, nice. Can't wait for that, man. Yeah. yeah. You'll see yeah, that like, I did not get to talk to West. <laughs> <laughs> West Side Gun. Yeah. All right. Big shout out. Shout out to West Side Gun, man. Yeah, yeah I'd like to ask that gun. question. What's that? I said shout out to Griselda for sure. Yeah. No doubt, man. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. Great question. Yeah, I like asking them. I get some interesting you know, answers to that. You know, I like to ask my, my guests who, you know, it's one of a, a question of who inspires you, who's influenced you, who would, who would you love to, you know, pick brains with and, and all that good stuff, man. But yeah. Mike, before we go, man, where could the good people connect with you on your social media? Go ahead and plug your stuff, man. Tell them okay, you, you can get me on IG at Mike Powers Global. Uh, Twitter is Mike Powers GLBL. My YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Mike Powers Global. Um, cash app, dollar sign, <laughs> Mike Powers Media. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I'm on the uh, the streaming podcast platform. I'm on Apple, Spotify, um, and whatever else they got out there. Those are the best places to find me. DM me on IG. I holla back. I still do have enough time to holla back a little bit. So, um yeah, somebody wants to holler at me, go ahead and DM me. There it is, man. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Mike these, Powers. Man. I got these. He's got the merch. He's already <laughs> check him yeah. out. You know, his, check out his show every Saturday live on YouTube, 10 o'clock east. Uh, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock Pacific, one o'clock Eastern. Check it out wherever you're at in the, in the country or wherever you're in the world. Uh, you don't want to miss that show. It's it's a interactive, fun, entertaining. The whole gamut. My man right here puts it down and he's going to continue to be. Mike, I can't wait to see what you're going to do, man. Uh, you know, where, what heights you reach, man. And um, I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. It's been well, a thank lot you of for fun. Having me fun. On, thank you for having me on your show. You got a great show going. And I don't, I want to call you, because I know you know Mark. And Mark, I, and I want to call you by your your name. But what I should call you? <laughs> I, I, double A. I go by Double A. Double A. Okay. Your profile pot TV and you know, okay, and, that's good. So I'm just going. I'm gonna stick with Double A. Um, yeah, it's an honor for me to be asked to be on your show, uh, and I appreciate your support. And I really love what you do. Like I said before, we got on camera. The fact that you have so many brown people on your platform and the kind of conversations you have with these brown people, whether they be entrepreneurs <laughs> or whatever they do, I really, I think what you do is important. So thank you for having me on. 
Wow, man, that, that means a lot. It really it, it does mean a lot, man. Coming from you, coming from a fellow entertainer, broadcaster, podcaster. Uh, yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, brother. And, you're welcome, uh, bro. You're you. welcome. And, uh, and you're welcome back here anytime, Mike. We, you know, we'll do a part two in the future, man, and uh, we'll put it down. Maybe get Mark and Lennox Hughes and some other art. I don't know. We'll do something, man. Yeah, Legends of the Empire. Shout out to Legends of the Empire. Them is my brothers, too. Yes. Yes, Lennox. Yeah, no. Shout out to Lennox Hughes. I want to say shout out to my whole team. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quite a few people that work with me. I don't want to say everybody's name right now, but shout out to my team. They know who they are. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm looking forward to, you know, us having a part two one day. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have Mike Powers, host of the Mike Powers Show. Go check him out. You just heard where to connect with him. You won't be disappointed. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been such a pleasure having my man here. Uh, thank you for being here. Once again, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. Again, tell me how much you think I'm an idiot. I don't know. Whatever, just, uh, I love interacting with you. Give me some constructive criticism. We will be back next week for another splendid episode of the pod. For my man, Mike Powers, I'm Double A, your host. And always remember to take it easy. Thanks a lot, Mike. Welcome, my brother. Thank you. That's one lesson I've learned, Javier, in life, man. Uh, don't underestimate people, you know. You can't, oh, yeah. you can't underestimate people, you know. Um, I'm, for, you know, I'm 44 years old, you know, so I've, I've seen some stuff in my life, you know. I've been around. I was in the military. I've done, I, but yeah, that's one thing I've learned, man. People are, uh, you know, they're, they're going to do extraordinary things, man. Yeah. Just when you don't expect it, so you can't underestimate everyone. Anyone, you have to treat everyone with respect and, 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 and expect great things from people, you know? And absolutely, like, expect great things from yourself. Right? Yeah. You know? And that too, like, say what you're saying. You have, you have to, it's like, when I, I, like, when I meet somebody, like, oh, you know, I want to earn your respect. No, I, have, I automatically respect you. I don't know you, but... Me not respecting you is gonna be dictated by you. That's that's not about, by me. Yes. Right. I'm gonna respect you from the day that I meet you. I'm gonna respect you. But me not respecting you is gonna be dictated by you, not by me. There it is. Right. There so is. Um, that's one like, one thing that like I respect everybody. Everybody. Any, it doesn't matter. Right. But if I ever don't respect you, uh -huh. don't get mad at me. Uh -huh. Right. <laughs> it's because of you do. Exactly. Exactly. No, that, that, I, that's the way I see it myself. Yeah. That's the way I see it myself, man. Um, so here we talk about good, Javier. What are some, um, you know, I think we, we kind of touched on it earlier, but what are some immediate plans here in the next one to one to three years here for, for talk about good? Um, immediate is to get our fucking kitchen done. <laughs>
<laughs> you go to the kitchen then and get the restaurant open, right? Right, right. Um, and then after that, bro, just um, try to, like I said earlier, try to make, uh, talk, talk about good, the talk of the town, right? You know, that's where to get a fucking great taco. And, yes. And, um, there you go. We're not thinking small, right? We're thinking this is just one. We're thinking. I'm already. I'm already thinking five years from now. You know, I'm being my business partner. We're thinking five years from now. We're done. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Sold out. We're closing out. Sold out. There it is. <laughs> nice, bro. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we were. Uh, our immediate plans aren't are not, our our immediate plans. Our plans aren't just for this one. We already like man, five years from now. Multiple locations. It is not. It's not. A, um, it's not something that works. I once read this book. It's called Satisfied with Nothing. Okay. Right. It, once you once you're satisfied with what you have. To me, uh, once you're satisfied, you, you're, you're in my opinion. Once you're satisfied with what you have, to me, you lost because there's still so much more to get. Yes, yes, I agree. So that that's my 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 mentality is not to be satisfied with ungrateful, which yes. is another word it's another word for it, right? Ungrateful, but satisfied I will never be. There you go. Yeah. It's like we the founder what he said if 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 other men don't stop, why should I? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great lesson, man. Great like, lesson. Successful men, like if, if other men, won't, if other men won't give up, why should? Like if other men won't stop, why should I stop? Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Javier. Yeah. As we wind things down here, Javier, what? what, yeah, what I like to ask this question to all my guests. Do it. Um, who are three people, alive or dead, you know, um, that you would love to sit down with and have dinner with? Three people that I would. Malcolm X. Oh, wow. Malcolm X would be one. Um, who else? Wow. Um, the Lion were dead. Three people. I know. It's, it's, Gary, uh, uh, Gary V. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary oh, Vaynerchuk. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the social media. Yeah, Gary, I would love to sit down and talk to him. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to one. sit down and talk to him. That's a good one. Um, um, to get some insight from him. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and here I was one more. I believe Julius Caesar. Wow. Oh, that's awesome, man. Great list, man. Yeah. Great list. You know, I, I like, like I said, I like to answer, ask that question to my guests, and yeah, you get some interesting answers, man. And uh, talk a little bit about the, the Malcolm X. Why, why Malcolm X? I mean, um, he's amazing. No, don't get me wrong. I'm just, um, I'm just, I'm curious. I'm curious. Just because of, of his start, also he started as, you know, basically yeah. doing wrong. Yeah. Right, and he changed his 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 way. Not just changed once, changed maybe two or three times because uh, once he joined Islam, it, then he realized it wasn't what he wanted. He did his own thing. So yes. he not only changed once, he changed twice, and then he accepted what he didn't accept before. Right, just his outlook in life was you know that that to me, you know, you have to be able you have to be able to accept change. Yeah, you know, if you're stuck in one. You have to be able to accept change and, and do your research on, on, on things that, that you don't 
you don't necessarily agree with uh -huh. before you disagree with them. Uh, yeah. Right? Before you disagree with things, do your research, and then if you feel that you then disagree with them. For sure. But don't disagree with them just because the status quo is to disagree with them. There you go. Right? So that's that's one of my big things that I would love to sit down and talk to them about. That's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Uh, well, you know what, man? I, I, you know, the time has come to wrap things up. I want to thank you so oh, much for you, taking brother. the time. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Of course, of course, man. I, I want to wish you the great, uh, best of luck here thank at Taco Bell Good. And uh, I know it's gonna flourish, man. I know it's gonna be successful, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna go on to great, you know, amazing heights, man. So I appreciate I appreciate your, your kind words, bro. That that really does mean a lot. Man. I appreciate it. Thank you. No doubt, man. No doubt. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there you have Javier Arellano. Talk about good right here in Upland, California, downtown. Come and eat your tacos. Come and uh, have some great food. Good yes, food. Good people. Good service. It's all good all the way around. So once again, I want to thank my friend Javier here for, for being here. For having us. On Profile Pod TV on the Social Nostra Network. Don't forget to subscribe to Profile Pod TV on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Profile Pod TV, on Twitter at Profile Pod TV, and uh, on Clubhouse at Profile Pod TV. Javier, before we go, can you yes. tell the good people where they can follow you and, and uh, Instagram at Talk About Good at T A C O the little just underscore underscore. I'm tired. Um, underscore B O U T underscore Good at Talk About Good on Facebook and Instagram. There it is. There it is, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Muchas gracias. Igualmente, igualmente, man. There you have my man, guys. So go follow him. Come and eat here. Talk about good, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you soon. And uh, don't forget to leave a rate review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Apple Podcast, uh, Profile Pod TV on Apple Podcasts. Social Nostra Network. Check it out at Social Nostra on Instagram. So for Javier Arellano, talk, talk about good. I'm Double A here on Profile Pod TV, reminding you to always take it easy. Thanks again, brother. Thank you, brother. And welcome to Profile Pod TV. I am your host, Double A, back for another splendid episode of the pod. Man, so excited to be here. Before we get to our, our awesome guest of the evening, man, I just uh, wanted to thank everyone for tuning in here uh, on the Social Nostra Network as well. Uh, whether you're on YouTube watching or on your um, any of the audio platforms listening on the audio version, thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate you uh, being here. It's always a pleasure having our, our, our audience and, and interacting with the audience and, and getting feedback and um, all that good stuff. Don't forget, on that note, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, you, uh, Profile Pod TV on YouTube. I would much appreciate that. If you, you can see the uh, purple logo there at the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, uh, just hover over that and then click, man. It's real simple. 
Um, also, uh, give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out, man. We're all over the place. Uh, follow me on Instagram, ProfilePodTV, underscore Twitter, all that good stuff, man. So once again, thank you so much for being here. Um, before, uh, I, I want to give a quick shout out to our, our good, good, our great friend, Alexander Orozco, who, um, the hood foodie, who's going through some uh, health issues right now. He's, he's, he's overcoming those issues and, uh, we'll see him soon. So just a big shout out to our, to our guy, our friend. And he was our, uh, he was our, our last guest, uh, last week. So a uh, big shout out to you, Alexander. Get well soon, brother. We're thinking about you and, um, uh, so we're we're holding you up high, man. So he's watching. Um, he's watching us on live. He's he's live right now. <laughs> oh okay. Oh okay. Now, hey, Alexander, get better, brother. We'll see you soon, brother. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, we have our our special guest of the evening. And by the way, this is this podcast is. Uh, I I say it all the time. You know, real quick. I just want to mention this is the podcast where we bring on our guests who are doing extraordinary things to inspire the human spirit. Okay, if I, any guest that comes on here is doing just that, they're inspiring uh, myself. I mean, I, I get inspired by each one of my guests, but if uh, I want to inspire the audience through our guests, so um, tonight's guest is no exception to that. Um, he started his, uh, he's actually a real estate agent in the San Fernando Valley. He um, started his uh, the 818 Insider, which is a, a show, a variety show where he, he highlights and um, showcases uh, restaurants, eateries, uh, establishments, businesses throughout the San Fernando Valley. And he does an amazing job doing just that, man. Um, I'm really excited to getting him on here. And uh, without further ado, please welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Nestor Aguilar, the 818 Insider. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing amazing, man. First, I want to I want to thank you for the opportunity. I'm honestly humbled um, by by uh, you know ha being a guest on on your podcast. Um, it, it truly is an honor, man. So I appreciate you reaching out and having me as as a guest tonight. Oh man, are you kidding me, Nestor? The the pleasure is all man mine, man. I remember we met at the uh, at your toy drive with with that you uh, co co hosted with with our man, the Hood Foodie. Hood Foodie, yeah. Yeah, man, that was a great event, man. I know it was kind of, uh, you guys put that together r rather swiftly and, and effectively. And man, that was a great uh, um, event, man. And, and yeah, man, you, you made such a great impression, man, uh, that night. I think I did, I interviewed you like a little spot interview, man. You were yeah, all yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I truly, truly appreciate what you do, Nestor, man. I, I love your videos. I love uh, the energy. Um, man, how, how, what's going on with you, man? How was your day today? It was busy, man. It's it's crazy. I feel like it's it's just been everything has been evolving like day by day. I did not expect this. Like to be honest, I didn't expect this at least to move so quickly. You know, um, seeing the growth in in the eight one eight insider, it's it's amazing, man. And I mean, all I can say is I'm, I'm grateful for for my followers, man. I'm grateful for the people who helped me get started, who helped me, you know, um, really more so the people who believed in me, in my vision of the 818 Insider, you know, and it's crazy to see how it's evolved in less than a year. You know, it's, it's, I started, I started the 818 Insider in May of last year. It's, it's crazy, man. It's like, what, been June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. It's been nine months since I started the 818 Insider. And to see the growth, I'm, I'm mind blown, man. To see, to see the accomplishments, to see the support, to see the love, 
it's incredible. It's mind blowing. And I'm just, I'm super grateful for that, man. You know, I'm super grateful because what the A1 Insider is all about, it's not about me. You know, when I started it, like it's, it's never going to be about me. You know, it's, it's, but it's going to be about the community. It's going to be about mm-hmm. the people in the San Fernando Valley. And that's the, that's the, that's the goal, man. That's the vision of the 818 Insider to highlight our people of the Valley, you know, and that vision has just blown up, you know, like it's, it's just the way it's evolved. It's been amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see it, man. I see you, uh, <laughs> you hit it. Uh, you summed it up, man. It's because it's, it, you are growing like uh, a strong, a strong tree, man. And it's, it's nice to see, it's nice to see any, anyone I, I um, collaborate with or my friends or whatever, man. And it's always great to see someone becoming successful and, and their growth and the evolution. Um, and you kind of alluded already, you started telling us about it. Tell us a little bit about uh, what, what the 818 Insider is all about, man. So the 818 Insider, man, obviously, I mean, the name has it all, the 818. <laughs> you know, even though the area code has changed for some people, I think it's 747, <laughs> but the eight, yeah. it's in originality, you know, the 818, man. And I mean, this, the, the 818 Insider is, is a page that I started to really highlight our community. And the only difference is that mine is just strictly high quality video content, you know, like. I really put in a lot. I mean, it's like the attention to detail I put into my content is just, it's, it's above anything, you know, like I really make sure that my stuff looks really crisp, really good quality, really good sound. You know, everything I shoot with, I shoot with, you know, a a digital camera, DSLR, man. And Mm. as I've been evolving, like I just upgraded, like I actually just got a new camera, which I'm very excited about. Oh, yeah, like the, the new EOS R um, 4K. I mean, this thing is nice. I, I made a really pretty investment <laughs> for it. <laughs> but you know what? Like it's it's going to be worth it in the long run for all the projects that I have. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, it doesn't look inexpensive at all, bro. That thing, <laughs> I can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, but it's it's anyways, it's you know, it's, it's all about video content. I wanted to tell a story of mm-hmm. what the San Fernando Valley is all about through video, you know, and that's, if you look, if you look through the pages, that's really all, all it is, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really a segment of, of, of the communities in the Valley, the restaurants, the businesses, the owners of these businesses, you know, because that's, that's, what's important here. It's really sharing the story of these, these small business owners in the Valley, you know, and, an opportunity for really to, to share their story, you know, and it, it's, it's really um, that moment for them, for them to shine, to really show off what, what their business is all about, you know, and this, this whole segment of the foodies grew out of the pandemic, obviously, you know, I'm sitting at mm-hmm. home. I'm sitting at home when I first started the A18 Insider, I, I, I wanted to put something together that really, brought out the community. I'm like, how can I bring value? How can I, you know, be of value to the community, you know? And, you know, this just grew out out of nowhere, man. I remember just sitting down, like writing down notes. I'm like, well, what I want to, what I want to call it. 
what I want to teach her, what I want to do. And I remember my first two videos were completely like just off to what I really wanted to do. And, you know, and I'm sure you saw those. My first yes. video was talking about unemployment. I remember yes. that. It, that. Literally, those are my two first videos. Uh-huh. And I did them at home, like here, like literally sitting here in my, in my home studio, as you can see, like I got everything back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, it just evolved. I'm like, you know what? Like I need something more that's really focused around my valley, my San Fernando Valley. And I, I, I'm like, why don't I just reach out to restaurants? Like everyone is going through a tough time right now. You know, why don't I reach out to restaurants? So that's what I did. I reached out. My first interview was with Morgan at Cupid's Hot Dogs. Yeah. And, and um, you know, they're, they're a historic, you know, a small business that's been around for a long time, man. Like, very long time. Right. 70 and, years uh, or something, right? I think. Huh? Something like 70 years or something. It's like been a long, long time, man. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I reached out. I'm like, hey, I'd love to feature you guys. People would love to hear your story. Um, my bad, man. This background noise here. <laughs> Asking me for updates. Anyways, so worries, um, so I, I, I reached out and, I, and actually Morgan, who's part owner of Cupid's Hot Dogs. Mm. Shout out to her, by the way. Um, I told her, hey, I would love for you to share your story with the Valley and just help you highlight, you know, your business to the community. Uh-huh. And, and she was more, you know, definitely open to it. And, she, and she's like, let's do it. Um, and I remember that uh, I, I showed up. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. Like, I didn't, I didn't know how to set it up. I didn't know where to start. I remember I, I bought myself a tripod on Amazon. <laughs> I had my previous Canon. I had a I had a, a, another version of a Canon before and I bought these microphones and I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. the quality, it's definitely like changed in time. But that video blew up, man. Like on Facebook, it just blew up. People were like, oh, we love Cupids. We love Cupids. And then from there, it just started evolving. It started just opening up a whole different community. Wow. And people saw that and they're like, we want to be featured on your on your videos. We want to, you know, we want to be on that. Oh, and, and just little by little, it started evolving into something greater, you know, to right. to, to more restaurants. Um, and I remember when I first started, um, I, I want to, you know, I, ne- I never I never want to forget to give a shout out to my friends um, at My Valley Pass, um, you know, my San Fernando Valley Eats, San Fernando Valley Page um, and the Valley Relics Museum. They're like my family here in the San Fernando Valley. I remember like uh, specifically one of them, um, Oscar, who's who's the one who manages or who's in charge of My Valley Pass. Um, mm. And they pretty much do all the movie drive-ins in the Valley. That's their biggest thing here. And that's what they're known for doing okay. all the large events here in the Valley. He reached out and he's like, hey, man, I love what you're doing. We believe in your vision. Let's collaborate. Let's work together. And if you notice on my foodie videos, I always put them in there because you know, they're, they're, they're a part of the family, you know, and mm-hmm. we came up with the San Fernando Valley team and everybody does something different. You know, San Fernando Valley eats, does the food, you know, it's like the foodies, like they're like the biggest foodie page in the Valley, the San Fernando Valley page, of course, but we yeah. all just sort of kind of came together and collaborated. And I'm like, I'm the guy who gives you all the, you know, quality video content in the Valley, bringing you like a reality video series, a video yeah kind of like a show showcasing the Valley, you know, and I, I've, I've played with it so much where it started with, you know, street smarts, which is like a long episode of a community. And I realized that's a lot of work. So I, <laughs> I narrowed it, I, I narrowed it to, to 
a portion called Valley Reels, where through the Reels feature on Instagram, um, I started highlighting different communities. And then from that, it opened up another door. You know, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's just been evolving and evolving, you know. And I mean, I went from, like you mentioned, from 500 followers back in July yeah. to almost 4,000 followers in, you know, today wow. in February. It's just mind-blowing, man. That's and it's, it's, you know, like the goal here is to really grow the community, the 818 Insider community, mm-hmm. and to be able to highlight as many businesses, to highlight as many people as possible. You know, that's the goal here. Again, I started it to bring value to the community and that's really what my passion is, man. Yeah, no, Nestor, you're, you're definitely doing that, man. And you, I love your videos, man. Yeah, like you said, you aim to uh, provide a, a quality product, you know, you're, what you're doing with the videos, with the sound, with everything, man. And you, you, your attention to detail is is really evident, man. Very crisp. And uh, yeah, I, I really, really love watching those videos, man, because... Um, yeah, man, they're so uh, inspirational, man. Because I, I want to. That makes me want to up my production value, you know? and, <laughs> and uh, you know. Um, but you, you know, every time I watch one of your, uh, I was watching the uh, Burgerama, Burgerama, yeah, Burgerama, yeah, yeah. That episode. Oh my gosh, man, that was like instantaneous <laughs> hunger, man. Like I was watching those burgers. <laughs> so, want to go there, and then I want to hit up uh, Mariscos Corona too, man. And those. Uh, Good, you got. You know, it's and that's really like if you. I mean, just I'm glad you you mentioned that because the videos that I do are to really give them a real life experience uh-huh. of what it's like. You know, of what it's like when I'm in there trying that food. Which, by the way, it's one of my favorite parts about what I do is all the different I, food I eat. No way, man! That's a <laughs> tough know, job, bro. That's it tough. is, man. Trying to stay fit, and you know, it's definitely tough. You know, and, all, and the worst thing is like. You know, where's all the healthy restaurants? <laughs> you know, <laughs> where's all the, you know? But yeah. I mean, it's 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 just I want to give that live experience where I'm or when I'm out at each of these restaurants to really see my facial expressions. I mean, those these are real like raw fish. This is not acted. You know, when I'm when I'm when I'm biting into a burger and, and you see my face. I mean, that's that's real. You know, yeah. that's just. You know, and I want people to really see that through my videos, you know, like that's the, that was the point of it. And then I thought of the idea, I started doing these things on my own at first, like it was just me and the owner and sitting down and talking about how they started the business. And then I switched it up a little bit 